0: Hello, guys, and welcome Behind the Bunker Weekly Paintball Show, episode 502, podcast 382. Thank you guys for tuning in. It is uh, another awesome week of paintball in the world, and we'll get to some stuff that's happened and uh, will happen in paintball over the next little while. Uh, my name is Todd Answers. Thank you for joining me. I have some other people that, that are going to join us tonight, uh, like Josh Zubizabrickis. He's from, uh, well, he's from wherever he's from. <laughs>
1: yeah from the wrong
2: side of the tracks
1: yeah Let's yeah go with
0: that yeah yeah and then uh garvin sharma from TerraTech tech industries
2: that's right ladies and gentlemen they haven't kicked me off yet thank you for joining us it's behind the bunker monday night 8 0 something pm eastern standard time uh we appreciate you guys hopping in make sure you like us share us and interact on in the chat because it's gonna be a great show i promise you that
0: yeah and joe kimson from flaggers paintball
3: and greetings and thanks for tuning into beautiful behind the bunker and we are getting ready for show number 501 i believe and if you're in indiana and you happen to stop by french you can uh, check out their paintball field and any other things we're going to talk to the french chamber of commerce uh to find out what other events are happening in their fair town
0: yeah yeah All right, looking in the chat, I see George Hay, Ryan Sexton, Tracy Santos, Jared Brookhunt, Emery Davis. A lot of you guys are joining in real quick, and Colin Cooper over in uh, YouTube land, and a bunch of other guys I see are signing in as well. So thank you guys for tuning in, and whatever you can do to help out the show, if you can, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, heck even comment. If you're over on Facebook, give us a a a share. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, paintball extravaganza ladies and gentlemen every year we go down to paintball extravaganza and we um, we broadcast live well last uh, this year it, it's not going to happen uh, but it will be happening virtually so if you guys tune in to us on Wednesday that's uh, two days from now at 8 o'clock we're going to have a paintball showcase of some of the mar- some of the uh, vendors there who have decided to send in some videos of, of new products and, and what they have fresh for this season so um, I wouldn't count your, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't hold your breath and say, wow, can't wait to see all the hundreds and hundreds of new products. Ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind, we're in the middle of a pandemic and, um, uh, kind of hard to do research and development for new paintball products when you can't even be in the office and work with, uh, work with people. So there are some neat new things coming out, but, uh, it's not going to be like it was every year where. You walked away going, wow, did you see so-and-so had this and so-and-so had that. Um, still interesting, still some neat stuff. Uh, and maybe you'll find something that you guys are going to want to buy this season. So stay tuned for that. That's happening in two days from now. Ooh. Uh, we're yeah. also going to have um, B. Paxson from Destiny and Mike uh, Pev Peverall on the show as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Tonight on tonight's show, we're going to be asking you guys, we're going to be watching you in the chat shortly, not right away, but shortly, what video game or board game would you like to see a scenario game made after? A lot of you guys have posted up on social media, but we're going to watch in the live chat and see what you guys come up with as well. Uh, Some pretty good suggestions. Paintball.media, guys, if you haven't checked it out, their latest magazine online is available. Head on over to anywhere paintball.media has representation and you'll see their links there. Uh, great article about behind the bunker as well, going back with some history of, of that. Um, did you guys get a chance to read it, by the way?
3: I did. Skip. I did. It was good. It was well done.
0: Okay, kind of insulted you guys, but
2: <laughs> not enough Gavin content. But you know, maybe the next episode.
0: <laughs> that's true. Actually, I had three paragraphs on Gavin alone, and I think it got cut. So <laughs> cutting
2: uh, room floor. That's my. Nickname. That's
0: right. Remember, I I did I did write it. So. Um, and speaking of paintball.media, guys, if you're part of their Patreon, head on over there. They just released the first episode of a 13-episode season of iconic paintball teams. If you ever want to know how Destiny and Heat and any of these old uh, school teams started and, and how that all came about, you should definitely check it out. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch uh, watch episode one?
3: I, I did. It was, it was It was great. And I was looking for some honorable mention teams coming up.
2: And I'm batting a thousand, my friend. I watched that too. Keep asking these questions. I'm winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to watch it. Was a, I, I thought it was really good. The narration sucked a bit. But it did that's a little okay. bit.
0: The uh, episode 14, John's thinking of adding a 14th one. He doesn't know this yet, but it's on the behind the bunkerinos. Uh, oh, fledgling excellent. team that started in <laughs> D6 and has worked its way up to D6. So yeah, stay tuned for that one. Um, mvps this past weekend ladies and gentlemen i don't know if you happen to catch any of their feeds they done had a windstorm come through um i don't even think they were expecting bad weather but a windstorm blew through and this was the result of it and lots of pictures If you go check them out i feel so bad i i, I feel bad even showing you this um uh, matt maybe we can roll that video as well um but here's where they called the game uh you guys can see in the top right corner that the poles have already been knocked over and the mesh is uh is is on its side and the bunkers are starting to get blown around right now this um this happened to us at flygraders before it's uh, happened to us a numerous of times this is not a position you want to be in as a field owner either i mean that's going to set the field owner back probably 10 or 15,000 bucks just to replace mesh and posts and poles and bunkers and stuff oh my god
3: do you remember that one windstorm we had like that the the poles didn't get bent and the mesh didn't get ripped but the bunker one bunker flew down to the kitchener knees and it was so windy yeah Yeah. it's crazy
0: so i remember a storm rolled in once and it wasn't a tournament day we were just practicing and there was two fields going and uh where the fields in between the fields where the pits were there's a big transport trailer where we used to keep all our bunkers. And I was standing there to take shelter from the storm that just rolled in. And this gust of wind blew. And uh, the mesh ripped off the top cable all the way down 150 feet length of the field. Just like you would rip a piece of toilet paper like how it would perforate off a roll. And it happened within seconds. And my heart just sank. Like that's days worth of work. You know what I mean? That, that, was, just, that was just heart-wrenching. So... For the, for the owners of the field and the operators of that league, um, hopefully you guys are patient with them because it's not their fault that that happened. And it for is what type, it is. I'm
1: wrong, Todd, but the event that you're happening to talk about at flag Raiders when your heart sank, is that also the one that broke your arm when you were repairing
2: it?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was two days after the event for Pete's sake. I, that one was certainly my fault.
2: So on top of like all the COVID and shutdowns and, you know, impact on business, um, clearly this this promoter it wasn't negligence right uh that no. this happened this was just a fluke mother nature right so uh, you know my, my heart really breaks and it goes out to the the producers and all the staff there because there's nothing you can do other than watch and just no. you, have your heart sink and just you know it just it is real a true tragedy in terms yeah. of a great tournament that yep. uh Gets side, uh, sidetracked or, or derailed. Because well, of weather.
0: The, the people that I feel bad for is the is the grounds crew. Like Joe and I went to Chicago, and they had a PSP that was happening simultaneous to uh, Living Legends, and uh, they had a storm that rolled through. A tornado actually had rolled through, not right there, but far enough away that it caused havoc to the field. And they had a pile of just quick shades. There was probably a hundred quick shades just. in a pile pile. with the tent tops off just the metal carnage and um i don't remember how many fields they maybe probably had four or five fields set up and they were all just destroyed and you know all i saw was the was the staff of the league working like worker ants trying to just get something back together to have several fields so that people can play and they did they did eventually run the run the event but that storm happened on like wednesday night i think or thursday night like just before the tournament was really getting underway so kudos to them for surviving and i, I feel so bad but
2: uh it doesn't sound like anybody was injured which is the main thing
0: no i right? don't think so, so. and I, I think they end up ending the tournament a little bit sooner and i think they're gonna probably rerun some of the games figure it out I, I i'm not sure i shouldn't say but from what i saw it, it, it they didn't finish the day so um on a lighter side um did you guys catch this uh this is all over social media today the emf 100 in purple heart
3: They're the sport one so that's a pretty fan pretty fine looking priest of paintball awesomeness
2: i figured you would enjoy that joseph
3: yeah. i saw that and i that came in my inbox this morning ding <laughs> And um, I saw the purple accents on that EMF 100 And I, I felt that, yeah. uh, a, a little bit of tingling, especially the on off. Even that would look good on, on they, I don't know, but the barrel but
2: You're really on-off. good at turning me on.
3: Thank you, Gavin.
0: I have to say <laughs> no. I like the purple and the blue is super sharp. The yellow I mean it's kind of
3: Do you know what the yellow remind, You know what the yellow reminds me of? The yellow reminds Ew. me of a mag-fed carnivore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But this yeah. is more of a subdue yellow. I mean, I have yet to see, other than the Tipman TMC with the tan there, I have I've yet to see someone pull off a nice tan. And this isn't tan. This is like a nice yellow. But it's still, it's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. I'm not going to lie. I think the yellow right now is my fave. The purple is nice. The blue is nice. But there's something about that yellow. Do
3: you think Leds has purple or gold or yellow accents on his Austin Mini Cooper that he zooms around in the traffic circles as he follows double-decker school buses around. Do you think that? Follows, follows a lorry. Follows a lorry, <laughs> and he takes his grocery out of the boot.
0: Something that you guys and didn't his know. Lyft, is and maybe I shouldn't say this because Led's maybe told me this in confidence but you know how here in North America one of the biggest trends is getting like a a van and converting it into like a home for traveling do you know Led's bought one of the red two-story buses and he's making himself a traveling mansion so yeah hopefully he'll be able to send some pictures and uh, we'll be able to see his progress oh did he maybe that maybe maybe he's a top-tier fan and that's (laughs) <laughs> don't put a waterbed upstairs because when you take those corners it's not gonna <laughs> end well
1: i <laughs> uh, i believe on the episode of top gear it was one of those zen gardens oh a sandbox <laughs> all stuff.
0: do you think leds needs a sand garden to keep keep his 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 anger down and that's how it keeps him focused that's, is is one of those one of those that gardens. is
1: possible Or he could actually just buy a Mini, because I can tell you firsthand, it is impossible to drive one of those without a smile on your face.
0: Do you think he's listening so right say, now? Yeah, said, and right, you would, think he's angry right now? <laughs> no, this is his
2: Tuesday. Remember, he goes into the office on uh, on Tuesday, and he listens. So, let's. Uh, yes, I do believe he has a Zen guard. I think he has a lot of anger. His thank you, his <laughs> his thank you video for the or the the shout out video that he sent in for the 500th episode had a lot of explosions. So I, was I guessing this had something to do with his yin and his yang. It's
1: Tuesday's all the emails.
0: The most... See, it's all the emails he still gets. People asking for eye covers for their E one's and E two. Twos.
3: i don't That's have right. any left or or finger or finger things <laughs> Fing, finger glove like clips yeah
0: oh well but yeah there you go ladies and gentlemen try to get your order in for one of these uh hot new colors uh of the emf 100
1: uh, i like the purple did, did they only do the three
3: three only like
0: i'm told five minutes ago there was no colors and now only three
3: They're coming out with an olive green one okay no
1: i didn't know that but i kind, i for some reason i kind of expected a red
3: mm. red
0: yeah but like Joe when may... they
1: release markers there's always kind of You're the right the red same, like purple red gold yellow whatever mm. like
2: there's usually some type of red but yeah. Is that what's disappointing you this evening? <laughs>
3: I like the purple. Well, I Gavin, there's a, a lot idiotic. to be disappointed Although, about be right Other than flat dark earth, if you can have flat dark earth and purple, that's all you need, really, in the color spectrum. Yeah. Les, it's all
2: great. Send me one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that being said, lights. If can't, I had a purple in my gear bag, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. Okay. I'd use it. Yeah.
0: Can't talk. Building that. our bus now. Um, <laughs> no, he's shopping for a mini right now.
3: Those are really short pants, they look like oh so like-
0: here's a here's an email from Steve Presco. He says, "Oh masters of all things obscure in paintball, do you know when these JT pants came out?
2: Oh, that's casual line, right?
0: And you can see there there is the Jt moniker on the there side there, and they look like a pair of card hearts almost with I a little
3: dyed no, jeans no not in the slightest dye pants and dye jeans
2: i don't and know a whole bunch of that crap like people. chinos and stuff but yeah. um uh, so that's run at the same time yeah. i think that's like all part of their cat and that was a great time anyway that's the slightest side so what are they asking for the year well yeah
0: I, and yeah and i mean i also like to know what what's on the bottom of these pants are they for your sock garters or what are they no you can fix uh, cinch them up yeah. yeah they're cinchers you're right
2: so that would easily be 2005-ish.
0: Yeah, I would say. That material looks like it would be like almost renegade fabric, thick and heavy. Do you no, know what I, I mean? Like,
2: was, I thought it was like a, like a thick denim, like dungaree material.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't but
2: know. That, okay, so so my aside was that was a really great time in, in paintball for casual wear. So you had your, your your field gear, and then you every corporation had... Ridiculous amounts of money, and they had massive catalogs of everything, right? So you could wear JT shoes and socks, <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. Die, like and dye and JT. I think they were the biggest ones on the uh,
3: I have dye, you know what? I, I have upstairs in my drawer, in my drawer, I have dye underwear.
2: Yeah, Dude, they had dye everything, JT everything, dye, so you, you have, have, have a dye full yeah. casual I've like your, to dye your dye Monday
3: to Friday too. stuff. Oh,
0: wait. I have replacement I mean. dye laces that say dye all over them because, yeah.
3: It's cool. They did yeah. a great job, Brand. You know what? Die did a really good job branding from two thousand and yeah. and probably two thousand three, two thousand four to probably two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. They I, they did I such think, a fantastic yeah. job branding. So I think Wells Fargo would disagree with you.
0: <laughs> so Wolf Critchlow in the chat in the chat says, "Paintball pants aren't baggy anymore."
3: Um, no, they're skinny jeans, Wolf. Yeah, yeah I can't. They, they even aren't wear baggy. My they're my brother. Pants and then at the mall anymore.
0: Yeah, and then. Bob Spitzer says 2,000 he wore them so Bob's those
3: yours Bob? <laughs> Bob Spitzer maybe I'll do a dive fashion show
0: yeah. ooh <laughs> uh, Emery Davis says how do you get a behind the bunker patch I have a couple left if you guys do want them uh, I'm selling them for 10 bucks plus shipping depending on where you are in the world so you're maybe 20 bucks if you want a patch shipped to you uh, send, just send me a DM through any of our social media or get me on Facebook yeah, yeah. So there you go. But yeah, getting back to casual wear, I remember when every catalog had shorts, t-shirts, jackets. Yeah. Um, JT had the absolute worst uh rubberized rain jacket. We had them in the store, and after finally getting rid of them after several years, we had to fumigate the store cuz that smell just lingered. It was that <laughs> horrible rubber. It's like a same same as like your inner tube tire. It was, yeah, it was nasty. But
2: I, I, I... JT playing shorts, which was, like, thick. They were. <laughs> almost, like we're almost like wearing a, a like, a tire. Yeah. <laughs> right I'd say now, they like had thick like, welded breathe. seams,
0: but yeah. they didn't. They Yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh, they, they had everything. Whatever you wanted to play in, whatever you wanted to hang out in, uh, they had it in the early 2000s. Those oh. were the day.
1: <laughs> and think
0: of all the sneakers. Like, Warped had a pair. JT, Die, um, Exalt... Uh,
2: who, who did the, uh, the? Was
0: it Style Supply? Um, the
2: Fast Times of Ridgemont High.
3: Smicoli. No, no. no uh, what, was it I Vans? Was
2: no, no, no. But it, it was a uh, it was a paintball company that uh, that did an, a version of that.
3: Toasters.
0: I don't sure. know. Joe yes. was yelling out random stuff.
3: I didn't. I didn't know what we're. Someone, a paintball company did a slip-on version of a shoe. Like, no, no, like a
2: Vans FT or Warped. So I don't know what the hell. Yeah. I don't I'll know. find out. Yeah. It's gonna bother me though. I'll do some googling.
0: Well, whilst you're googling, uh, we have lots on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be uh, getting uh, right up next. We're going to go into Joe's from the vault segment. Then we're going to come back and we're going to be talking about what video or board games would you guys like to see made into. A scenario game uh, we have custom gear we have mail time we have prices right we have the after show we have lots more to get to guys so as soon as, uh, as soon as we come back we'll get right into that
3: hey, it's uh, Joe from flaggers paintball here with another segment of from the vault where we go back in history back into the early days of paintball well players were still using flagging tape before duct tape was a thing um, before team tags was invented when Roger Weber and George were still little babies um, we had the JT armbands these large nearly billboard like objects with velcro these were designed in America assembled in Mexico these were used for armbands these were the probably the world's largest armbands but anyway these were available I had some velcro on them they were stretchy they were available in a wide array of colors and styles but this is the JT armband And you've been watching From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew.
1: Hey, guys. uh, Ryan McGee reporting live from a uh, very wet French lick. Ah! Just letting you guys know
3: we had a great weekend. And I just wanted to go ahead and send that for Joe. So uh, you guys uh, have a great show. Thanks. Anyway, that was my uh, JT armband. Uh, Many of the manufacturers back then had their own version of an armband. The JT was... By far the thickest. They must have got a deal on um, elastic, elastic wrap and Velcro because it was twice, or it's almost three times the thickness of events, events armband. But anyway, those um, those predate um, the team tags. But anyway, that that was kind of cool. They had a, they had red and they had blue. I have a red one somewhere, but I don't exactly, I don't know where it is. I'll, I'll locate it. And Ryan, thank you for your video. That was that was well done. <laughs> um yeah Gosh.
1: i just learned something very interesting about oh. Orange, like indiana what um it says here local basketball home of local basketball legend larry bird
3: really really yeah i didn't are you sure
1: he was
0: always popular well, with the ladies
1: that i wikipedia <laughs> it and it said um Larry Bird was born in West Baldwin Springs, Indiana. So, I don't know if it's the same place or Check your sources, button. damn it. Yeah, check your sources. <laughs> You're ruining the, the show. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to verify, but
0: we can only put Google's out 10 not... false facts a show. That that would that's too many. So, ladies and gentlemen, what video oh, game or board game would you like to see made into a scenario game? Um we're going to watch you guys in the live chat right now. We have both the uh, Facebook and the YouTube chat lo- uh, loaded up. So we guys post your comments up there. Um, we've had great big games in the past. We've had, you know, we've had a Simpsons game, which I thought was fantastic. I know that's not a board game or video game, but that was one of my favorites. We've done a Star Trek versus Star Wars. That was a great one. Um, so, yeah, I'd be curious to see what you guys uh, what you guys come up with. And uh, Rob Evans in the live chat does say, "Yep, Larry Bird is from French Lick." Uh,
1: yeah, actually, it's two towns like side by. Like, is it?
3: You have yeah. it on your. If you could show us your phone again, Josh, so I can. It's within it's licking like,
1: distance. I'm sure this is looking great on the audio only. <laughs> no, it, podcast. It, it
3: looks great. Josh is currently <laughs> holding up his phone. With a picture of the French Lick, with the border of the town beside it.
0: I
2: yeah, love a, how John was like so ex- angry. Ex- that exactly that you correct. had to continue to research and show. <laughs>
1: there
0: you go. <laughs> I'm not done with this
2: yet. <laughs> you're damn right, I am.
1: So I you, got a headache, and nobody's getting away from me tonight.
0: <laughs> so in the we're watching the live chat. Bob Spitzer says he has no clue. Uh, George Hey he says, "What about Leisure Suit Larry?"
1: It's a licking
3: distance away. <laughs> oh, that's
1: funny. Todd said that. I said that Somebody. like three
3: minutes ago.
0: <laughs> that's okay.
1: Um, I, I told you I have a headache.
0: <laughs> uh, leisure suit, Larry. Uh, what else do we have? Division. Emery Davis. We had a division game at our field, and it, it played out really well. We did an airsoft yes, and a paintball yeah. version. Yep. yep. Um, Dan Hardy says Duke Nukem Doomer Wolfenstein I had thought about Wolfenstein at the beginning of the show but how would you do that when it's a first person shooter game and
3: and that German side would all get banned from Facebook for wearing uniforms so you can't do that
0: yeah yeah so oh Simpsons be, hit and run was a game yeah.
3: yeah you know if we could only have one if we could only have one one game per season I'd have a Red Dawn as a winter game as uh, uh, a, summer, a early summer game would be D-Day. A mid, a <laughs> midsummer's night game would be Black Hawk Down. And then we would end off Black Hawk Down with, you know, a Bridge Too Far or some sort of, uh, you know, sort of SWAT type game. Yeah.
2: No Vietnam campaign. I'm oh, surprised, yeah, Vietnam Joseph.
3: <laughs> game for, Vietnam game for August. So we'd have to have five seasonal games <laughs> and a Christmas and a and something like a a, a, a Die Hard for Christmas.
0: What about oh, something else from the big screen? Sebastian Meunier says, Rochelle, 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 uh, the journey from Milan to Minsk. I think oh, that would God, be a good a, one.
3: Gl- what a glorious game that
0: would and be. And I know, Bob, he says, I said the game clue. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matthew Watt says, Borderlands and have a uh, molded marker competition. We talked a couple of weeks ago about how great it used to be when people got into costume, you know, made up their markers yep. to look like that. Yeah. Uh, Karen, so I our, sorry.
2: I know our friend Damien Parcells uh, from uh, Louisiana. Uh, he has a field there, and he does Fortnite video game. Well, that's uh, cool. So it's you get dropped off, and you got to find your your ammo, and you have to find your your gear to use. So I think that'd be a neat uh, neat scenario to
0: play. Mm-hmm. Steve Abar on YouTube says escape from Tarkov you'll have to fill me in on what that is and Kevin says hungry hungry hippos what is escape from Tarkov do you guys know what that is I don't know I believe that's a game but I'm not I'm sorry Steve
3: Tarkov sounds like a place in the Ukraine where Uh. the Russian troops are building up on the other side of the border and they're escaping
0: on Instagram JB Schumach says Grand Theft Auto I've only played that a couple times, but, man, that's a, that was a great game. Shoots and Ladders says Gaspacho King. <laughs>
3: Gazpacho King. Gazpacho <laughs> King. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Mike Grizzly
3: yeah. Grub says 31 and over versus 30 and younger.
2: That's a game of attrition. After 3 o'clock, the 30-plus crowd is uh, in the parking lot. Rehydrating and putting on some uh, Rub A Five Three Five.
3: Yeah, but at noon hour, all the all the under thirty would be doing TikToks and doing selfies. You could take the whole field back, So there you go. So I could balance out and balance out. That'd be a good fun. game. It'd be a good game. Solid game.
0: And my apologies. Escape from Tarkov is a multiplayer first-person shooter game. I just had to look that up. So oh. yeah, I guess I needs to get back on the. The gaming consoles you give again. Give
1: him a hard time for googling something during the show too. Or is that just no, it's just, no, you. just you. <laughs> you
3: yeah. got your pouty pants on, Josh. <laughs> I told you I have a headache.
0: <laughs> it's cold and the wolves are after him. <laughs> Bob Spicer says Grand Theft Auto, but Todd is playing the hooker. <laughs> <Ew>. That's nice. <laughs> So you can
2: enjoy Todd's company and then set him on fire afterwards.
0: The sad thing is he's thinking about this while I believe he's in a hot tub right now watching the show on his Monday night ritual.
2: Oh, I got to log off.
0: <laughs> I think he already has. <laughs> All right. What do you guys have on your uh, social media pages?
1: I got a, a good one from Dave Brook Reed. It says Sands of Iwo Jima. And uh, Pamela Yule. Uh, I'm sure I said that wrong. So. Um, says uh, Big Indian Paintball in Perry, Georgia, I think, GA, is that Georgia? Uh, is getting ready to have their annual Sands of Iwo Jima game. So that hmm. sounds kind of neat. Cool. It does. Then Dave says, yeah, but I'm from the UK, and then everyone jumps on him for being a limey bastard.
0: <laughs> As they should. <laughs> Vietnam games are always a, a an, an easy one because costumes are easy same with world war I, I I mean if you do if you do any of the world wars people get offended pretty easily you have to be careful with your costume choices
3: so <laughs> we do. people's like, butt hurt sucks been, we've been doctoring our uniforms lately and putting tape over the lapels and stuff on. like that just you know to 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 make them more appropriate to the times but still let you know which team is t- which team is which you know yeah. although it's a historical reenactment I mean, you know, you have to be sort of pc
0: Ooh, sim city says carry crest that'd be a good one uh donna oh, Warren. yep
2: zane said risk which i think would be an interesting game if you played both off field and on field yeah so you have to That's battle ready. for territory
1: yep. Uh, John Metcalf says I would love to see an Operation
0: Raccoon City.
1: Okay, so that's sort of your zombie versus
3: police type of thing.
0: Cool. I, is there... A, it'd be Wolf, neat if you...
3: Wolf says "Wolf says my best interview ever was with German Joe and Gavin. Yeah, I was w- just about to say shh, <laughs> shh don't <laughs> mention that. You will Google. Thanks for tuning in today, Wolf. Yes, Shanks. You, <laughs> In, in
1: Wade, yeah. Um, top fan of the show, Vicky Brown says, "Let's go classic with Candyland." Yeah, but here's the bad part. I watched the um, uh, what's that movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it, where he plays the guy from Candyland. Star Wars. No, I don't think Leo <laughs> was in Star Wars. I forget what it was called now. I'm
0: a brain fart. Uh, George Hay came up with a Whatever. good one, but he'd have to be the general for it. What about operation?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we He's strap him. We yeah. strap him down to a table,
0: <laughs> and if you fail, we have to take his kidney out or his funny bone out.
3: <laughs> use, a, use a pair of Just channel.
1: Give me the stage and here. Pick Come his on, George off. needs a new pancreas.
2: <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great. That's a great idea, Joe. You know, we we strap George Hay down to a table. Uh, you try to remove his crocs, and it's hooked up to a battery. So if you touch a car battery, if you touch the metal, it's George, hey,
0: hey, he just logged off. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's lots of there's lots of good games out there. What else do you guys have? Anything else on your sheets?
3: Um, Karen's oh, yeah.
0: versus retailer says Jason Diff. <laughs> yeah, that would be Karens versus Rito's.
3: <laughs> Um Stric- Lisa Weber says something about a Survivor-themed game with puzzles and obstacle courses as missions, but I just haven't hammered out the voting and eliminating just yet. Yeah. Steve um, says
0: Strava- Strat- Stratego.
3: Escape from New York. the Stratego. Yeah, I loved that as a kid. Um... I don't know. and Half didn't flight. I see John
0: does any of you guys have John Jones's comment he had a good one on your sheets he uh he wanted tiddlywinks do you guys remember tiddlywinks am I the only yeah, one yeah I remember that okay. yeah alright do we have any other before we move on uh I'm seeing that oh uh Zane Smith says Pornhub versus Fans <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Zelda. Yeah. Game's only two minutes. Mad Max.
2: <laughs> I got it, Kevin. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Welcome. All right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? Um Are we
1: gonna do our own or are we just reading
0: Well, yeah, I guess. I kinda put a couple of my own, but let you, you go, Josh, because yeah, we probably didn't go around the horn like we should have.
1: I'd like to see a Command and Conquer
0: game. Ah. What about a Red Alert?
1: GDI versus not.
0: Red or Alert. What about what? Good. Red Alert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Something
1: like that. I like
0: that. Yeah, I don't know. We've always tried to come up with good like, good ideas for games, and I want to say all the good ones have been taken, but they're... I'm sure there's lots more out there. Yeah. Hmm fifth element says tracy santos that would be a sexy scenario you yeah, just yeah. want to
1: wear that white stripe uniform. <laughs>
0: yeah, i call dibs on the white outfit um, it is. and matt was uh, is saying uh, if, you, if there could be a western event not enough western theme style guns in paintball unfortunately but it would be cool it would be cool all right. Well, I feel the wheels are falling off our cart here. So why don't we uh, why don't we move along here, ladies and gentlemen? We have uh, mail time to get to. We have Custom Corner. We have Prices Right. We have the After Show to get to, and lots more. What should we get to first?
2: Mail
3: time. Mail time.
0: So Gavin, what do you got in the mailbag, <laughs> my friend? If you don't, oh, if you're not, you're, <laughs> yeah, sorry, if you're not give there, give me thirty seconds.
2: You realize you're throwing to me. Uh, surprise! A little ill No worries. If not, I do have no I
0: do have one question as a video or a visual. If you're not ready,
2: all right, let's do that. And I uh, have the questions. So Jacob
0: effort. Williams, along with what we're talking about, he says, "What's the biggest or best paintball event y'all ever been to?" Um. I'm going to say one of the best or one of my favorites is probably the one I talked about where they had uh, Living Legends and, and and correct me if I'm wrong out there, but it's either a PSP or an NPPL event simultaneous. Now that I'm thinking about it, Joe, it might have been an NPPL event. I
3: think it was an NPPL event, Todd, that we were at where it was, I'm pretty, it was.
0: Yeah, because I remember we were we ended up playing on the on the sunday and some of the pro guys from the teams that didn't make sunday were out there on the field slugging paint and uh we we're up there playing with nikki cuba and i don't know who they all were joe if you remember but we we're we we're running up the field with those guys and it was fun it was really fun um i want to say wolf was even at that event wolf you're in the live chat do you remember that event yeah, was he an was. That's where
3: that's where you met the um youtube person what's her name kitty uh, kitty yeah
0: yeah, yeah yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen um what about chris you chris
3: in the chat
0: chris easton I, I wonder where he is now he was our first intern he's in, a,
3: he's in the chat i don't no, know the the where is he now like not, probably in his living room <laughs> <laughs> he's, not look,
2: he's, he's not missing he's not looking <laughs> anyone else want to take right? a stab <laughs> at this <laughs> all right so favorite games uh, obviously the large events of flagrators have always been great for me uh the battle royals, the carnage stuff like that mm. but Uh, For me, what stands out is the very small event uh, with our good friend Ryan Sexton, who was in the chat earlier with his ASE events, uh, the Trek Wars. I thought that was a brilliant game. It was fun, really laid back, and people went... Uh, went out of their way to create costumes as well yeah. a number of people were the red shirt star trek people who, who were disposable yeah. and i love that um so yeah. that was a fun event for me that was yeah. the it wasn't the biggest but it was the one of the most fun i had
0: on, on that note it, i would have liked to have played when william shatner had his big game at challenge park that would have been a good one to go to i can't say it was awesome because i wasn't there but that would have been a good one to go to josh what about you Sorry, I was typing
1: in the chat. I completely missed what you were That's good.
0: What's your best event, favorite event you've ever been to?
1: Um, Yeah, Trek I'm with Gavin, Trek Wars. That was incredible fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I always enjoy the paint fest every yeah. year with Flag uh,
0: And I thought for sure you were going to say Super Game. You got to ride in a tank and shoot people. You got to do all kinds of fun things.
3: We got to- Water Wars? And the waters are
1: yeah super was, game that, was pretty fun yeah. i'm not saying not saying it wasn't a bad time or anything but yeah. just it, for some reason the Trek wars just like gavin said it wasn't a huge game but it was it was wicked fun <laughs> it was wicked fun yeah
2: and mr sex <laughs> yeah, is was in wicked. the chat right now too uh so yeah thank you for 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 hosting that my friend i believe you have a trek wars or uh sort of uh, the same thing happening soon as well uh, and I'm going to throw it back to Joe what he mentioned: Water Wars. That was a fun game. That was fun. And that was water. fun in terms of sourcing costumes again for me, uh, and the off game points negotiating with your grumpy son, <laughs>
0: you know, who, who was the, <laughs> the Water Czar. Yes.
2: <laughs> who could award you additional water if you were kind, or if he, you know, if the mood should strike him. So there was a lot of politics that were happening behind the scenes, in addition to, uh, you know, retrieving water on the field right now in various forms so he showed was... up
1: <laughs> he showed up with the full intention of screwing up everybody's
2: day and yeah he, I mean, he was just he all was an angry, day. just an angry teenager so you had to be able to <laughs> manipulate him Right? So. you
1: walk up to me you'd be reclined in a fold-up lawn chair with his feet up and would look oh look at you over like underneath his eyebrows and just go what <laughs>
2: Here I am, a grown man, begging a teenage kid for a Dixie <laughs> cup full of water, so I could get extra points. Right? <laughs> I remember you are so handsome. Yeah. You are the smartest. Right? I like, wish wobbling. it
0: just. <laughs> I wish it was just raining that day. Exactly. <laughs> Everything you guys were fighting for was worthless. <laughs> yeah. Um, R- uh, Ryan Sexton says his game is in April twenty fourth to twenty fifth in Kansas, but sorry, Ryan, we can't plug it. We don't do plugs on this show so there you go guys if you want to check out one of his games awesome especially
1: yeah, not for games do. in April that aren't in French like
2: honestly treat yourself Ryan puts on an amazing show um, you know it's well worth the money and about the hang it, it, it's just a real great experience so yeah. make sure you check it out
1: yeah. rumor has it Ryan's a really nice guy too uh,
2: I wouldn't go that far
1: but I, I, he's a
0: bit of a jackass <laughs> but if you can put up with it his food that he cooks is really good
2: yeah. But tell him he's a jackass after you beat him. <laughs> yes. This, Don't the
3: query that ingredient deal. is the spit that went in Todd's taco. You know, I just noticed that the I just tagged Ryan Sexton and the Brigade program, and the Brigade program has 1,999 people liking it. So why doesn't everybody look for the Brigade program right now on Facebook or Instagram and like it and get him over 2,000 likes?
2: absolutely and it you can still be a part time. of the, we, we talked about this uh, a couple of shows ago you can still be a part of the brigade program right and there's still merchandise and, and you can still be part Merch. of the community as well Merch, yeah. Yeah, yeah so make sure you hit that up as joe said uh check out the brigade program and let's bump him over two thousand likes and uh yeah join join the ASCE's events as well because it, you will not be disappointed i promise you that
0: yeah for sure uh, Bobby Doust in the YouTube chat says, "Hey, another game, another uh, idea for uh, a game would be Naked and Afraid. <laughs> that, that would that, be that's uh, me every night. That would be that's George. That would be George Hayes' follow-up generaling position <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> after operation.
2: <laughs> I need to call my therapist.
0: Yeah. Oh well. All right. Uh, do you have any more questions, uh, Gavin?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I actually have a couple that I'm just." Peaked, uh, picked up on uh, Facebook right now. Uh, so the first one comes to us from Jared Skibo, and he wants to know what are the key uh, components to a great scenario game? What makes a scenario game awful? So what are the pros? What are the cons? That's a great How segue make... to what
0: we've been talking about.
2: Yeah, so what makes yeah. a great game and what makes an awful game?
0: And it used to be me numbers of people, but it's not the numbers. Like, I've been to some smaller big games that have been some of the funnest games of
3: all. I, I think you have to have a willingness for the participants to actually complete the missions not only you know a, mi- a mission you know when you're designing a game a mission you know you want to cause cause firefights like physics every action has a reaction so you know you want the players to embrace the missions and go after the objectives and and by doing that you should enable both teams to have have a, a firefight that's that's sort of what what i think and you try to make it so that they get to see the entire field. So you've got people sort of crisscrossing the field and, you know, going after various objectives on on the field. We haven't really done a, a scenario game, obviously, in the last couple of years because there's been a pandemic. I don't know if you've heard it on the news or not, um, but it's been it's it's been hard to do one. So um you know if if the stars align and we have the ability at some point in our lifetime we will um, bring back the phoenix project and we'll have we'll have a proper scenario again at, at, a, at a location somewhere
0: hey wolf in the live chat says one-sided games are just awful but my question back to you and i agree with you is what can you do about that and and i, I mean i i know some game promoters who will if the game is landsliding so bad they will move players or they will put advantages for the team that's losing in order to help that. But other people get upset saying, well, then the general's fixing the game. What's the, or, you know, the, the wizards are fixing the game. What's the, what's the point then at that point, but everybody just wants to have fun. And I get like, you're not going to help a losing side win, but then you're, what you're going to do is help them from being demoralized and still have some fun. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you, if you're on the red team and the red team has been sucking all day, wouldn't you appreciate a little bit of help? And like, you know, you see a lot of red guys going home halfway through the afternoon because they're tired of getting their their stuff pushed in all day. I mean, what what? Where 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 do you argument on you know where's the argument on that? Um, I get switching players is 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 maybe difficult. Um, having you know having mercenaries uh, hired by both sides to help help even that out that makes sense. I get that. But I don't have a problem if I'm playing a game and you know, and even if my team is winning, and we find that we lose a whole faction to the other side. Sometimes not being on the winning side is fun either, because you're just walking the field looking for firefights, and you're bored out of your skull. I'd rather have paintball all day, even if it's being fixed on the other side of it. What do you guys think?
2: Sure. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Josh. Sorry.
0: Well, Well,
1: you did a lot of talking, and I kind of
2: spaced out. (laughs) No, no, I I
1: agree. This is why we never uh, ask for your opinion.
2: (laughs) You know, because Josh and I general uh, oftentimes at Flag Raiders, and uh, you will see us quite frequently having a meeting of the generals on the field or off the field. How's it going on your side? How's it going on uh, uh, your side, right? Really talking about how we can make the game flow because it's not about domination either, right? It's about really creating a fun experience for everybody. It's everybody's hard-earned dollars that they're there, right? They're not professional soldiers. They're not, you know, nobody's hired to be there um, and they're not collecting a paycheck. So we want to make sure people's uh, hard-earned money translates to a great experience and sometimes that that involves consultation yes I want to kick Josh's ass every single time I'm on the playing field but not at the expense of the 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 enjoyment right so if that means uh, you know taking a break between uh, missions right and slowing those down or um, not launching a counter offensive at times just so that people can regroup uh, you know you can brief troops and then you can then maneuver, uh, maneuver them or position them in a position where they're able to engage in some battle without being walked over yeah. um, to get that firefight in i think that's advantageous for everyone right so yes it's 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 managing. Uh, it's managing the game as well. You know, when you're being a general, you want to win the points. You want to come home with the victory. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure everybody's smiling and high-fiving and hanging out in the in the in the uh, the compound and enjoying you afterwards at the at the restaurant for drinks. Right. You want everybody to have a great time. Yeah. And as you said, Todd, you don't want people tapping out midday, right? Saying this is the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And leaving their paint in the staging area, or taking it with them and just leaving, and that doesn't leave for a target-rich environment. It doesn't leave for a great experience as well, right? So. And, it does take some finesse, and it has to be adapted throughout the course of the day. It's very fluid, right? Uh, so you have to make sure we're and, ambassadors. And you right? don't we know who's
0: sure on. You know, you don't know who's registering. What side's going to be the winning side? I mean, you know, for Joe sure. and I have watched people register for big games we've hosted in the past, and we're like, oh, the blue side is going to dominate. Like we should really be helping the red side, and maybe we'll put our scenario team on this team to help them out. But come the day of, no matter what our predictions of, you really don't know and it's not usually the big teams that make or break them it's usually like the five or six kids and i and i use this term loosely but the younger kids who are the ones that run the missions all day that gain all the points and those are the those are the guys that that make a big difference um but the best i mean you know there's also been games where we have put nothing into it as far as you know changing up the teams and at the end of the day it's within like 100 points we had a couple really close games and those were i mean th- those don't happen all the time but those were phenomenal so.
3: And you and you can you can you know when you're dividing the teams up as as people book in and they say they're indifferent you know you'll you'll as you're booking as you're booking players you know you, you you'll have guys going I want to be on this team and I want to be on this team and then you have the undecided ones or the, the players that are indifferent. And we used to go, well, this guy could be with this guy, and this guy can go over here. And in the end of it, it doesn't make any difference because you've always got those players that are, are right in the in the thick of the battle. And you've got the other ones that sort of hang back and, you know, lob, lob shots. there's no, It's very difficult to divide a team. Then you've got who, who you think are your hardcore players that are just going to sit around and chit-chat all day because... Yeah. You know, yeah. paintball social. So it, it's very, very difficult.
0: There, there is one other effective thing that we've done as field owners, too, where we've got a handful of guys that help us out in the morning. They come early. They park cars or register people or help sell paint. And by the afternoon, the game is already going and everybody's under control. And they're guys that are field members. They know the field very well. And you put them on in the afternoon or late, late, late morning when they're first arriving, and let's say red team is, is, is going downhill. You put these guys out there and they're leaders and they're, they're aggressive players and they're loud and they grab a whole bunch of people. They take them with you. And next thing you know, that red team is now, you know, in a position where they could, you know, start taking a lead. Um, those couple individuals, you know, there's not a lot of them, but I think at every field, there's there's a handful of players that if you put them on a specific side of the field, you know they're going to do some damage. But... Uh,
1: yeah, the one thing that I like um, about having games at Playgrounders is Joe always splits the TFR team, which is the the local field team. Yeah, I can't stand it when you go to a big game and the local team is all on one side. Drives me nuts. Drives me absolutely insane. So they even split of teams is is key to a lot of it
0: yeah yeah good point um hey one thing i want to tell you guys uh is uh planet eclipse did you know that they have more championships new mechanical markers new electronic markers heck new territory including the new MagFed division and we showed you earlier in the program the new awesome colorways with the emf 100 get planet eclipse ladies and gentlemen take on the world
3: when the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke.
2: Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Head up, AirUps.com.
1: Dreams fade, ruthless paintball products, color supplementation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, the Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order.
2: Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide.
3: From the beginning, you stumble down a rocky cliff or wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has a gear for you. Now, it's the stormer, basic, tactical, and elite
0: dlx technologies true industry innovators guys with some of the lightest fastest and sleekest hardware in paintball dlx has the power to get you to the podium and i've been told that's where you want to be ladies and gentlemen uh sorry to interrupt uh, our, our discussion about scenario games but it's important that we uh tell you about all of our great sponsors if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be here right now so thank you to all of those guys um yeah with the pandemic that's been here for the last year i know there's been some big games that have happened but the majority have been canceled or postponed it, it feels like such a long time ago since we stepped out at the field and had a big game hopefully that'll happen soon but uh any more thoughts on what we were talking about or or did you have any more questions gavin
2: oh no um i did (laughs) yes uh, (laughs) um let me just delay that i went back to the chat sorry i have to pull it up again uh so the last question to us from the mailed bag uh comes to us from from christopher struck and he wants to know what's your guys opinion on player groups like uh, the oppa so community building groups what are your thoughts
0: I don't know what I think about that I mean anything to help people get into the sport great I, I suppose um,
3: I, I think it gives the players you know that are, are looking for like-minded individuals places to play teams to join if they have questions about new new products I, I think it gives everybody sort of a, a, an outlet where you can um, you know Put, put your thoughts and your ideas and uh, you know it, it gets the players together and it's 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 a centralized location where if you need you know um, paintball participants and even some airsofters are mixed in there if, it's a centralized p- place where you can you can draw that and you get you can unify people there they've done that for some various events and you know uh, some ongoing ongoing you know things in the media they've they've pulled they've pulled players together from across Ontario and joined with other groups. I, I it's, it's probably, it's, it's a,
2: it's an okay thing. Yeah. So not, not specifically the OPPA, which was named in the, uh, in the question, but as Joe said, any organization that gets people together builds a community uh, and helps advance the sport is it, a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so find the community that's going to work for you, find the associations that's going to work for you, um, are they building up the sport? Are they, you know, leveraging um, some of the their, the numbers to help drive the uh, the attendance up at, at events and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. Is it really is it really for the intention of the community? Then I'm all for it for and, sure. And and yeah. Wolf so the your community,
0: yeah. And Wolf Wolf in the live chat says as long as it's positive, uh, those groups are great, and I agree with you. That's why I was hesitant. And I'm the OPPA does a great job, but there are a couple that I've seen that are self-serving and. I, I, I just I didn't want to touch the question because I didn't want to sort of get involved in that. But just no, be careful sure. um, with with what with, with what you're reading. Um, but most player groups are, are out there to be helpful. So
2: and again, you want you, you want to find your family. You want to find your your community. You want to be able to go to events and and have like minded people, as uh, as Joe said, right. So yeah. uh, just you know skim them all and see what works for you. If it does or doesn't. But again, yeah. you want to be out there. And if you're a lone wolf. Uh, not Wolf Um uh, and you want to look for other people um, you know the internets the interwebs are a great place to do so and uh, and just find uh who you can hang with yeah.
0: well during the pandemic I'm sure he is alone right now but um, you know you guys love paintball and your friends may not and they don't want to hear about it I'm sure you've talked paintball to some of your friends and they've rolled their eyes paintball groups are a great place for you to have those conversations where people are like-minded and want to have those conversations and uh you know, we'll answer those questions that you may have that, you know, y- you can't get anywhere else. So, yeah, check them out. I'm, I'm sure your area has, has, has some. Um,
3: Ryan McGee had a question about Tiger Stripe, and I was trying to type it. There's. There's Vietnam Tiger Stripe, which is common, which you see like in Apocalypse Now and any of the Vietnam reenacting groups where you've got some black, some green, a little bit of brown, and another green. But then he asked about the all-terrain Tiger Stripe. The the Task Force Raiders, that's their team uniform, is an all-terrain Tiger Stripe, and it has a very similar colorways. It's a Tiger Stripe pattern, but it has a very similar colorways to what you'd see in multicam or
2: ocp um, yeah same An
3: ocp like the scorpion which is the new u.s army uniform it's the same colorways but it is in a tiger stripe pattern the only place the only person company that has the rights to purchase the Train or manufacture the Ultrain tiger stripe is true spec so ryan if you look at the true spec website you can check out the Ultrain uh tiger stripe or I will send you um, my all-terrain Joe all-terrain French poster in all-terrain tiger stripe.
2: And you know, just as a side, that is my favorite camo of all time. It is pretty great. Yes, all t- ATT for sure.
0: I still like my olive, just plain olive.
2: We know. <laughs> I still have my back favorite to the food talk again. No, That's well, you're well I do. <laughs> I do
0: like my olives. <laughs> I don't have the COVID. No, I just, I found that the olive broke, broke nice. And I, I, I don't know. I just liked it. I liked it. Except for I didn't like the BT brand, uh, combat pants. Remember when BT had their own line of clothing, they had the, uh, they had their own sort of tournament pant, uh, oh, for yeah, yeah, scenario yeah, yeah. guys. Oh my that gosh. Yes. Awful. But it was like, yes. they took a bed sheet put it on top of another one and then sew directly up on 90 degree angles (laughs) and then put a pocket on it. They were just bad. And I, and I apologize for knocking them, but they were nasty. They were nasty. Um, Josh, I, um, I see that you've got some custom, custom gear. Why don't we do a handful of those, uh, before we, before we get to the end of the program. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to broadcast on Facebook for the next little while. And then we're going to say goodbye to you and continue to broadcast on face. uh, sorry, on YouTube. And also continue to record for our podcast. So if you guys haven't found us on, on Facebook sorry, if you haven't found us on YouTube, head on over to BehindTheBunker.com. dot com. Our link is right there. Or go to YouTube and just put our put our name in the search there and you'll you'll see us over there. Um Yeah. Sorry, Josh, go ahead, my friend.
1: Oh, sorry, I was waiting you for you to roll the intro for this say se- oh. oh we don't have that one. one yeah. Right.
0: We're on a budget, man. We're in a pandemic.
1: Well, we'll start the saddest segment of the evening with uh, a marker sent in from Benton Gibbs. He says, this is for Matt, the producer. It's, a, it's his favorite marker. It's an 03 Viking. Heavily milled and etched.
0: Look at that. There's
1: a couple of photos oh, there. Sorry, went too far. Um, yeah, a couple of photos. Very heavily milled. And then he's sending in this beauty here with the Canada. I can't So
0: really it's an see. autococker with the Canada flag in the background. Looks like... Uh... Some war bets there, and it says, Lest we forget with a poppy on it, brilliant! Oh, very cool, really well done.
1: Yeah, and uh, next one in also from Ben Gibbs, stock impulse with some milling. Oh boy, Simone theme shark etching, nice! I like it's beautiful. Yes, next one is from Jason Howland. This STO was custom colors now and. Uh, NPPL team called Tropical Illusion back in the early 2000
0: Love the clear grips, and I love how I you can had see
1: through that. Heard of a couple of dozen bodies being made in this color, but I asked but and he said he only remembers doing two or three with the matching frame. Wow! So that is quite, quite, quite the rare and let's be honest, beautiful. It is awesome, it sure is absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next one is, he says, my workhorse hey, Jeez. started with the body and added everything else.
0: <laughs> welcome to, be, welcome so to being bad. an autococker owner.
1: Yes. And the last one for the evening. Awesome from Jason Hallen, who just seems to have a collection of beautiful markers. Um, to my knowledge, the only dust olive vice out
0: there. Nice. And nice. I'm
2: curious if he posted his address and when he's not going to be home.
0: <laughs> Hey, here's a question for you guys watching at home that own autocockers. So I'm going to go back to this gorgeous one here. Much like my autocockers, I would say more than half of mine are missing the safeties on them because the little ball bearing or the ball detente would get lodged in there and it would just bust. Anytime someone worked on your gun and took the trigger part, sometimes they, they lost it. I wonder how many of you guys out there have autocockers with missing uh, safeties on them. Not because you intentionally took them out, just because that's just the way it ended up.
2: I was going to say, all mine are <coughs> missing as well. I, you know what? I never thought about that, but you're right. I don't think I have a, a um, safety oh. on mine at all.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they, the, the safeties would get stuck and you put lube in them, but there's a one little granule of, of sand in there. And next thing you know, they're not working. Um, and then guys will tap them with a hammer and then it'll pop the ball bearing on the backside. And then next thing you know, they're, it's on the ground. So, I mean, I know that's a problem that we see through the shop all the time. And I've put in trig- uh, safeties back into them before, and they are a pain to do. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's lots of you guys out there that have it.
1: A pain, second only to the safety spring and ball bearing for a PGP.
0: Yeah. Yes, absolutely that'd be a topic for a whole other Delicious. show is what guns have you know what what one problem does each gun have so um all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna uh we're gonna say farewell to all of our facebook friends next week on the show our topic is gonna to be one of gavin's favorites we want to know what is the worst and most spectacular uh, or or exotic uh food you had at an event As Gavin shakes his head. We talked about this last week and I swore that we would make it a topic for you guys at home. I want to know, you know, uh, hot dogs on one end of the spectrum, pizza maybe, maybe taco truck on the other end. Maybe, uh, yeah, I'd like to know because we've all had some crappy food and I'm sure we've all had some really good stuff at some of the places we've eaten at. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that, we're going to say farewell to all of our Facebook uh, watchers tonight. Uh, we're going to continue to uh, to record for our podcast, and we're going to continue to broadcast over on YouTube. So if you guys want to take a minute and head on over there, you can. If not, download it as a podcast. You can hear the, it in its an entirety every week uh, by going anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. So thank you to Gavin for being on the show tonight.
2: Yeah, uh, great to be here as always. I'm not looking forward to next week. Um, but don't forget, folks, Wednesday night we're going live again for the Paintball Extravaganza show. Make sure you join us for that. Thanks That's for joining nice. us.
3: Oh, Wednesday night.
0: God. <laughs> that's right. Your
3: mic is still on, Joe. <laughs> I know. I said that as a joke.
0: Yeah, that's his microwave cookery class, but I think with the pandemic, he's okay. So, Joe, thank you for being on the show.
3: Thanks very much for uh, having me on the show. Thanks for everyone tuning in tonight and watching. Thanks for your likes and your shares. Uh, don't forget to tell all your friends about Behind the Bunker and its extreme level of awesomeness until uh, Wednesday night for the Paintball Extravaganza show. See them. pew. Pew. Yep.
0: And Josh, I'm not going to ask you if your headache is gone. (laughs) I'm sure it's gotten worse. But thank you for uh, sitting through our show tonight.
1: Much worse,
0: yes. (laughs) And Thank you
1: to all of you who are watching at home.
0: Yeah, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to head on over to YouTube, we'll see you over there in just a minute. Otherwise, Facebookers, we'll see you guys next week.
3: Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show.
0: So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome back to our after show for our podcast. We're live on YouTube, as you know. Um, If you guys are listening to us on our podcast, I know there's thousands of you guys every week that do so and you have yet to meet us. Check us out on either Facebook or on YouTube and um, see what we look like. See if Gavin is actually as dreamy as you picture him in in, in your head. More so, more so.
2: My <laughs> mom says I'm handsome. Damn it, <laughs> super
3: dreamy.
0: Yeah. Um, while I was saying the outro, talking about the food for next week, and 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 we we'll, I, I won't, I won't get into it too deep because I want to save it for next week. But it reminds me that when I played at. Uh, Hollywood Sports, and maybe this place still exists. I'll have to Google it. But right across the street, there was like a little tiny hole in the wall that was um, uh, a Mexican family serving Mexican food, tacos, and and just simple stuff like that. And it was fantastic. Well, it I still a think bit about unusual.
2: That. bit um, unusual if a Mexican for family was serving like <laughs> Thai food.
0: Right. <laughs> well,
2: stick stick with what you know.
0: Yes, but if you went to any Mexican restaurant in my town, it yeah. It's not Mexicans, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, fix my element in YouTube uh, in the live chat says I missed the Facebook show completely. Yeah, sorry. Every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we start at 805 sharp and we're doing that on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, We interact with both live chat, so it doesn't matter where you watch us from. We're just happy that you're watching, ladies and gentlemen. So extravaganza happening on Wednesday night. We're going to do a live show uh, right here Wednesday night starting at eight o'clock. Uh, we have videos from, uh, Planet Eclipse and a bunch of other manufacturers. So stay tuned for that. And again, I don't know what you guys are expecting as far as new products, but I don't think you're going to see anything that's uh, super earth shattering. Cause I don't know how you'd come up with it during the middle of a pandemic anyways. I mean, how long would it take a normal, let's say you had an idea for a gun and you worked for one of the major companies. What, what has been the track record about two years for it to come con- probably, conception probably, to yeah. market?
3: Probably two years, eighteen months for sure, because we had some. We had a TMC demo and we saw it, um, and we. But we, it didn't, it didn't come out for probably two years. You, you need, you've got manual, you've got packaging and all kinds of probably some patents you need to go through. It. There's yeah. a lot of effort put into manufacturing.
0: Well, the Tippmann TCR, they had a 3D printed model one that Josh and I got to play with, and that would have came out a lot sooner had we not have broken it. Um, yeah, probably. But that was, that. I mean, that one actually went through trials to be tested to make sure that it works. Um, and I mean, how many major pro events do you see where there's that one or two odd gun that has tape all over it that's out on the field and people are speculating yeah. what they are, right? When was Too the bad? last yep. time you saw that? Pre-pandemic, I would say.
3: Probably,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. It was
2: kind of the, really the last time you saw anybody. So yes, research and innovation is an important part of any business, but it's been a lean couple of years for sure, right? As it has. Businesses were, uh, you know, like struggling to stay alive, right? And so they had to do a lot of trimming.
0: Yeah, um, but I think so... that,
1: that kind of depends on who your company is and where you're set up. Like, if you look at Simon at Inceptions Design, he's come up with a bunch of new stuff, but he's small enough that he's got his manufacturing shop. Very close to home, smaller amount of employees, and he's the guy who does the R and D. Yeah, like yep. that's great. You've you've got something to the polar opposite. Where you got large companies can't do anything, and then you've got the smaller shops where they're pumping out all kinds of new stuff. Well, they have no
2: choice, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's true. you know, on, yeah. What am I looking? Am I thinking? Wow, it's going to be boom, big. You know pomp and pageantry and explosions and here's some revolutionary new products. No, I don't. Um, but whatever they have to offer, I'm pretty excited about seeing, right? I'm excited about yeah, paintball yeah. for uh, for 2021 and salvaging whatever remains of the season. I know um, elsewhere around the world, uh, the paintball season is still rolling on and we hope to join you one day, but uh, I don't think there's a whole lot going to be yeah. uh, uh, new and uh, innovative. Um, coming out um, over the next couple <laughs> of weeks. But even so with supply made... and
0: demand, how are how yeah. are you even going to come out with a new product right now? Every industry is having a problem with some sort of supply.
3: Well, there, there's a glo- there's a global sea can shortage. It's not just there is, yeah. You know, there's not just manufacturing anymore. Now there's a shortage of, you know, things are being produced and manufactured, but now there's a shortage getting it to market
1: because yeah. there's no there's the... no
3: shipping containers. I yeah. blame the tiny
1: house people for
2: that. <laughs> so i will uh, i will definitely <laughs> tune i will definitely tune in on wednesday uh at well, eight o'clock be because here, I'll, I'll, I'll be here uh but yeah I and mean, i'm curious to see what the industry has and yeah. i'm okay uh if there's nothing or very little uh but i'll also be pleasantly surprised if there's uh great offerings as well yeah so i'm okay
0: yeah so we'll 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 see we'll see i, I mean coming out with anything fresh right now has got to be got to be hard for any manufacturer um Steven in the live chat loses me with the word tofu. He says tofu chorizo tacos. If you would have taken uh, tofu out of that, that would have been delicious.
3: What the fire truck? Why? Yeah. Why? We're not having chorizo.
0: Yeah. Tofu anything. <laughs> We're not <gonna>
3: having <laughs> yeah. tofu.
0: Yeah. Chorizo taco sounds good. I would be into that. I, I mean, good for you for eating tofu. Then I don't have to, but... Ugh.
2: You'll definitely outlive me, my friend. I promise you that. But at least I'm going out with a smile.
0: But what's your quality of life eating tofu? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Josh okay. Josh is trying to imagine it, and he's not.
1: So I, I, I've i had tofu before. I understand how disgusting it is, and I see where you guys are coming from. But I had to Google tofu to figure out what it was. This tofu, also known as bean curd, mm. is a food... Prepared by coagulating soy milk and then <laughs> yeah, pressing the soy. resulting <laughs> curds into solid
2: white bricks of disgusting nastiness so there you go yeah. and what i Not even just, butter can what i dislike tofu. about tofu is that it just takes the flavor of whatever it's cooked in i'm like just be yourself damn it yeah <laughs> don't be the chameleon of food
0: well what about to tofurky or tofurky
2: it's just as disgusting <laughs> Here we are on food talk again. Damn it! We are.
3: This yeah. is dessert talk. No, right. I guess it's food talk. Yeah. Whatever. No, I let's mean... not go as
1: far as to call tofu food. It, yeah.
0: It's like how do you get milk from almonds and oats? That's the one. Do oat milk have is the really craze. Really
2: tiny nipples. That you have to milk. <laughs> Amazing.
0: I know this is the after show, but I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Just, how do you, you know. tell
1: the difference between the male? Oat? Almonds and the female almonds. The milk is different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very different. We may have to end the program on that note. <laughs> oh, yes. Jeez Louise. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I can't top that. We're going to no, leave. No, please move on. We,
3: <laughs> we can't end like that. <laughs> no, you did it.
2: Yeah. So I can't ruin the show. <laughs> Show's so, over. Get Lisa
0: Weaver wants to know so tofu tofu is soybean cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cottage cheese isn't even real food. I like dairy, but cottage cheese almost goes one step too far.
1: If I'm going to the
2: cottage, I'm not eating that cheese. You know, <laughs> cottage cheese is
1: it feels like it's one step too short. It's like someone was making something and they just kind of stopped halfway and was like, and just put it in the container.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad oat milk is actually expensive because I will never spend my money on it. And yeah, for those of you that a, want it, you can have it. It's uh, a budget.
2: It's a budgetary concern a, for me. So That's you're it. telling me that if
1: it was cheaper than milk, you would go to the grocery store and go, oh, actually, this is a
3: dollar off. I still wouldn't. Look, I have coupons. <laughs> there's, an, there's an oat milk shortage. Starbucks, couponing. Starbucks has an oat milk shortage in, in North America because of their oat milk Pop- oat milk beverage popularity
0: well there's not enough oat farmers right so yeah I don't know Ugh. have you had oat milk like on its own is it is it like I know there's almond milk like at your house milk, Joe but...
3: almond milk tastes fine and Meg drinks oat milk in her coffee and it's she prefers oat milk over any of the other um, beverage what are they <laughs> I don't know milk substitutes I guess
0: yeah well, coffee mate's pretty natural, right? It's like, it's like dehydrated.
3: It's,
0: like...
2: it's flammable, so it not <laughs> <be> natural. <laughs> it's if you put coffee mate down
0: on your on your walks in the winter time, it actually melts the snow. Yeah.
2: It repels mosquitoes, ants, and ticks. <laughs> <ants>. You just <laughs> douse yourself in coffee mate.
3: You roll around. Yeah,
0: it's cheaper than lime. So when you What's go to prison now, to they just douse you in that.
2: Yeah, it's about a 80 SPF,
1: (laughs) Sprinkle it all over my kids this summer. Don't go in the pool for at least an
0: hour. Steve says turkey bacon with habanero syrup is delicious. No, Steve. Habanero syrup is delicious. You just have to put a lot on it.
1: (laughs) Okay, hang on a second. Turkey's good enough on its own. It doesn't need to be pressed into a bacon-ish look.
2: But that goes back to my point about tofu. Just be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Where would bacon turkey,
0: come from the yourself. turkey? Where in a turkey would you get bacon?
3: Probably turkey. It's probably just pressed and turkey breasts. Next thing <laughs> you're going to tell me is
0: chicken nuggets is just pressed chicken.
1: Oh, it's mechanically separated chicken.
0: Ugh. <laughs> that stuff. Do you,
1: you ever see that video where it was like the, where they're making the chicken nuggets? And people were so grossed out uh, about it because it was pink. Yeah, and it's like, have you people never seen raw chicken before? All raw chicken is pink. Of course, it's pink in
2: color. And they're like, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Bro, have you seen the shishimi chicken? Raw chicken?
0: Oh, shishimi. no. Yeah out of out of any meat, what? like pork, all okay. No idea. Pork, chicken, steak, chicken is the one I am the most fearful of eating raw. Uh pork really
2: pork is just, yeah pork is just and i don't want to get into it there's so many parasites in it yeah it's yes. like yeah that's why it has to be cooked properly because there's like literally like yeah. worms and
0: shit yeah i guess you're right i just i'm more paranoid about chicken i don't know salmonella all
1: i'll right. take that i'm more i'm more paranoid Sarbage about knife. the chicken but like aside from bacon we don't eat a whole lot of pork anyways
0: no pork chops there you go little no chops friend. pork chops with some applesauce and you're all set
1: no sausage? I've never had a good pork chop in my life. <laughs> what? All right. No, like, it's always overcooked. It's stringy. It's go- I, no.
0: No, you got to come to my no. house, my friend. This is the last night Ga- Josh is going to be on the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the pork producers of Ontario have gotten to him.
1: This is gonna be a hit. Hey, I keep <laughs> them alive with the that, amount of bacon I purchased, so leave me alone. That in the tofu cartel.
0: Yeah. Wasn't there a worldwide uh, pork uh, uh, bacon shortage there for a while, like a couple of years ago?
1: Yeah, when I filled that freezer right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we just got to go to Texas. Nice. There's so many of them. You can't shoot. A, uh, there's no limit to the amount you can shoot in one day. Oh,
3: feral pigs. Uh, there's a hit. there's yeah. a feral hog problem. I was reading in the paper the other day. Massive. There's a feral hog problem in Ontario. There is.
0: Yeah. Yep. There yeah. Be there yeah. Trouble. They made it
1: yep. this hot, this far. But there's also a problem with uh, iguanas in Florida now.
3: Yes.
2: So I saw that, and uh, pythons as well. And they're trying yes, to find ways to—they're uh, trying to find ways to cook them, have tasty recipes. That way, uh, it's more appealing for for people to kill. And tasty eat. recipes. Yeah, those, like, I mean, they're, those, they are experimenting those, with it. I promise. I you know. That. Just what you said. Those folks down there
1: can make alligator taste good. I they love. I love, good. I love gator. I love gator. I would have amazing.
0: gators in the form of boots before I had it on the on my plate. You would never oh, eat gator. God, it's good. Is it? We had
1: gator yeah, steaks I love like gator. they were like an inch and a half thick. It was fantastic. Uh,
0: I guess. I guess.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Joe's chomping I know up. We, the bit. We
2: wore Joe. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and it's not actually garbage night tonight. It's only recycling, isn't it?
3: It's garbage. And yard waste. Yard waste and
0: waste. garbage. Yard- well, speaking of
2: garbage, <laughs> it's been a fantastic show.
0: <laughs> has it? Has it really?
3: No. I spelt my drink, all so yes, it's yeah. terrible Great show. Dwayne
0: King does get the last comment of the night. He says, tonight's podcast brought to you by the non-dairy dairy creamers. <laughs>
1: the non-dairy dairy creamers. So <laughs> That's funny. And, I did this for, for Bab, because Bab was asking, right? Ah, no, there you Ryan go. McGee. There's both Tiger Stripes. Is he, oh, in the, is oh, he watching okay. on yeah.
3: YouTube right now? Ryan McGee was. I don't know if he was or not, no. but he should oh. show him. Yeah.
2: there's all-terrain Tiger Stripe.
3: all, all train terrain and Vietnam Tiger Stripe. Yeah.
0: There, there we get go. Off the boat. Now you learn something. Awesome. Forget about there tofu. Go. There's Tiger Makes, Stripe.
3: And for those that are just listening on the podcast, uh, Josh held up a pair of all terrain Tiger Stripe pants beside his Vietnam Tiger Stripe behind the bunker hoodie and made a, a comparison between the two patterns, showing the differentiation between the dif- the color palettes. Nice.
0: Uh, Bobby Doust in the live. For the visually
1: impaired is brought to you by Greater <laughs> <the competitors> Baseball. <laughs> Bobby Davis gets okay. the last
0: comment of the night. He says, have you ever eaten crickets? No, but you've heard them if you've yes. listened to this show, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Yes, I got nothing.
0: <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week. Hello and welcome to Behind the Bunker. If you like tonight's show, it is turned into a podcast and you can find hundreds of them at Apple Podcast or through Spotify or any other podcast platform in the known universe. If you want to watch tonight's show, go to YouTube and launch a search. They are all there. We release a new podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. If you want to hit up the show, reach us by email at show at behindthebunker.com. And you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tonight's podcast was produced by Matt.